Hi everyone, my name is Natalie Ledwell and this is The Inspiration Show. Today in the show I have a special guest who's written her first book, it's called Born Together and uh, she's actually telling us her very inspiring story um, of, uh, of, a, of a, a situation that happened in her life which was like pain and joy at the same time uh, but how she is now using that situation to be able to empower others to take control of their lives and to really you know step into a bigger version of themselves but before i introduce my guest i would just want to remind you that if you are watching this on facebook live or later on our youtube channel don't forget that after the show is over if you click the link below this video uh, please take my 30 second quiz so we can figure out what's holding you back from success and help you move through that uh, so please help me uh, introduce and welcome my guest patricia gackigan how are you patricia I'm very well, thank you, Natalie. I'm absolutely thrilled for you to invite me on to the Inspiration Show. Quite overwhelmed, really, but thank you very much. Well, I'm really happy to have you here because, you know, as you know, this is the Inspiration Show, um, and you have truly have a very inspiring story. Um, and uh, and like I said, you know, you've written your first book called Born Together. So tell us a little bit about uh, the journey leading up to the to the book and how you got to write this. Well, before I actually had my son, I lived. I was a school teacher, and I lived in London, Barcelona. I was very much an adventurer. I loved travelling. And then when I returned home, met my husband. Um, we had our son Elliot. Then life changed really dramatically, really quickly. My health took a big turn, and we had no idea what it was. And we spent the first sort of six to nine months of his life trying to work out what had happened to my body and eventually I had lots and lots of different tests and investigations at a hospital and then I was given a diagnosis of multiple sclerosis so the whole of my life what it had been and what I thought my future was going to be family changed all and, and just immediately just changed so I had to sort of sit down and review my whole life really and who I was and who I am yeah so I, I can't even imagine I mean being a mum for the first time is hard enough <laughs> let's face it um, but then also having a diagnosis of having MS as well so so what did they tell you did they tell you that you only certain had a certain time to live or that your quality of life would change like what, what did they what did the doctors tell you well it, it doesn't really affect your you know the, your lifespan it's more about the quality of your life that the prognosis was towards disability and vulnerability as the years progress and obviously that just rendered complete panic at that time like you said i just had a, a new baby and was just learning the ropes of being a mum, which was hard enough to learn um, and all of a sudden this was added on to it and you had no idea what the future was going to hold and that's why i had to really sit and think what am i going to do here yeah so um so how did you feel at that moment when you got that diagnosis what was going through your head you know, even as you say, I can still recall it. It was absolute panic, just drenched in fear because I didn't know what multiple sources was and I didn't know what it meant. And I, the fear was just how am I going to raise this new, new, this young baby? How am I going to raise him at the same time as having to say goodbye to what my, what my life had been up until then? Mm. So it was, it was fear, it was panic because I had lots of questions and I had no answers. Right. And so, uh, you know, I've, you've, you've written a book, Born Together. So what's the book about? Well, the book takes you from the journey of uh, uh, the birth of Elliot. It was a cesarean birth um, and a long labour. So it takes you right from the birth through the first nine months where it was confusion and no idea what was happening to my body. And then from the diagnosis into how am I going to move forward? I was retired. I was only 39 years old. When I was retired from teaching, I could no longer teach, so I could no longer earn money. My husband had to give up his job. He was at a university, he had to give it up. 
uh, because I couldn't manage the childcare myself as the years went on, getting them to school, getting them to nursery. So I, 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 we had to just look at and reevaluate re everything. Right. And so, so how, so how long ago was the diagnosis? The diagnosis would be ten years ago now. Right. And so, so how are you doing today? I'm doing, I'm doing good. I have ups and downs, um, and have good days and bad days. My main issues are walking because when, when I was the, the, the first sign that I had was that I had lost the feeling in my feet. My feet went numb and it spread up through my legs, and that still remains today. So because of that, I had difficulties with my walking from the very beginning and with fatigue. So they're my main two challenges, but I overcome them on a daily basis, um, and I'm doing quite. I'm doing well. I mean, I just, I've spent the last four years writing, and absolutely thoroughly enjoying that. Enjoying actually doing something outside of motherhood, which is, I have to say, the best job in the world. Yeah. But outside of that, I've absolutely loved writing and doing something and becoming becoming Patricia again, becoming a person, an individual, because I had lost all that as I'd lost my um, teaching job and then lost, I wouldn't say my independence, but I did lose the ability to just go out myself, to just travel, because I couldn't do that because I needed support with my walking. So I, I mean, I lost all that. It's, that's been quite a, quite a journey to accept that and, you know, and, and adapt to a new life. And the, the, my book, Born Together, tells you all about how I've actually done that. And it's been a long process. It's not something that happens quickly overnight. I've, I've been through counselling which was exceptionally helpful and made a massive change in my life. But that along with writing, where I really had to look at myself, you know, and really look at what was it like to be me before and then to be me after. And it wasn't an easy thing to accept. It wasn't because I was a very strong independent. As I say before, I traveled, lived, lived abroad, I did a lot of things, and all of a sudden I couldn't do that. I had to rely on people to help me to travel, to do things, to look after Elliot. So the book's all about how to do that and how you know, it's, so it's about the journey of what happened to me, but it's, it's about becoming different and accepting being different and adapting being different and finding different ways to do, what well, to finding ways to, new ways to do old things. Yeah. That's a bit. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think sometimes life throws us a curveball and things change and that's kind of the nature of the beast. That's, you know, what happens. So you go, okay, it's a new game. So dust myself off, you know, what are the new rules and how do I move forward in, in an empowering way? So was there like a turning point for you or was there something that happened that that shifted you from, oh, my God, this is going to be my life to I need to do something more empowering about it? Well, I think from the very beginning, Elliot, that, that's my son, Elliot, he was a, he, he was a bit, that was what inspired me and I did not want him to live a life with a, a sick mum being at a hospital. But I did not want him to live that life. I was a teacher and my friends were teachers. We, a lot of us had children around about the same time and I was determined that he would have the same life and I would be able to you know, go out with friends and do things. So that was a big thing that inspired me. But as the years went on, when I went to counselling and I started writing, it so happened that they both happened at the same time and that was when I really, that was the big, that was maybe about four and a half years ago and that was when the big change took place where I really had to look at myself and think, accept myself and think how can I do things differently but still do things and still achieve. Hmm. So was there a system or something that you put in place to be able to help you with uh, with your condition? Well I guess I, I started to from the very beginning I started to look at different the first on the day that Ellie was this one on the day that I was diagnosed I went the first thing I did was I took Ellie in the pram and I went to the bookshop and I bought a self-help book on multiple sclerosis. That's the first thing I did. 
And from that day, I just started taking notes and building up and building up. And from there, I have developed something that I call my MS Jigsaw, which is all the pieces that I've gathered over the years to help me sort of manage on a day-to-day basis, which is, you know, diet, exercise, I take supplements. I do a lot of yoga. So it's all the things that I've built up over many, many years. And I put it into my, and that's the system I use to actually try and deal with the physical aspects of, of what's of multiple sclerosis. I've also had to do a lot of work on myself, you know, a lot of um, and how to actually manage emotionally and mentally to manage the changes. Yeah. So, um, so what kind of shifts have you made with your mindset? Like, what do you had? You do you think differently now? Yeah, yeah, I, I really do. I just before there was room to sometimes maybe you would be negative or think, oh, I can't do that, or we'll do it tomorrow. There's no room for that anymore. It's just what I can do. I do not give any time or any attention to what I can't manage. Only look at what I can do and ways to do it. I won't even enter a discussion about something. I can't manage that. I just look at and everybody I'm around knows that and we just talk about what I can do and how I can manage it and what the things and the tools I need to achieve the things that I want to achieve. Right. Excellent. So, uh, so it doesn't sound like you've been able to do this on your own. You've, you, it sounds like you've got a good support around you. <laughs> very much so, very much so. My husband is, is marvellous and my sister, who, my sister, she's a great support. And also my son now, he's, he's 11. And it's been great because I've passed so much of this on to him at a young age. You know, he, if something goes wrong, he'll say, Mum, we can find a way com." You know, that's what he'll say. He's only 11 years old. Um, always, always looking at the, the positives, you know, whatever happens, let's find a way to get around this. So I've got a great support network between my mum and my sister and my husband and my son, yeah. yeah. I've been very, I'm very blessed with my network, to be honest. So, you know, I, I do believe that uh, that we can always find a blessing in everything that, that happens, you know, to us. Or, or if we, you know, look at it a different way, we can go, well, if this is happening for me, what is the blessing that it, that's in this? What do you think has been the blessing for you on this journey? Well, many things. I think being able to write has been a real blessing because I, I, something I, I've always kept journals throughout my life. I always wanted to write. I was always too busy working and I had to work to earn the money. And then I found myself unable to work, so the opportunity was there for me. So that would be my first blessing. I think also um, I was a stay-at-home mum for quite a few weeks. It was a young baby, which I wouldn't have been. I would have been a teacher. So I've had a lot of precious time with him that I wouldn't have had. I also think that I really value things differently now, family and love. And I totally value them differently, you know, because of everything that's happened, that there's such a priority in my life. Yeah, absolutely. I think, I think I've had many blessings out of it. It's just that has been, that's even difficult to admit because it's hard to, you know, to say this good can come out of such a big disease and such a big change in my life. But it has. And I also think the fact that I want to send a message to other people that being, I don't call myself disabled in any way. If someone's seen me in the street, they may think, oh, she can't walk that well. She needs support walking. But I, Oh, I refer to myself as different label because I do the same as everybody, but I do it differently. And even if I go slow and I need support, it doesn't matter. I still get there in the end and nothing will stop me from getting where I want to go. I'm a very determined person, but I do it differently. And the moment that I accepted that was the moment that my whole life changed, that I could accept myself as being different. Yeah. 
I like that. I actually, I'm, I'm writing my next book at the moment and it's, and the title is not over, just different. Um, and I, and it, I think it's the same thing. Like we, you know, we're at a different age of our life. We're at a different, you know, we have a condition. We have, you know, we become a mother or a parent, you know, and things change. And it doesn't mean that that, that life that was over, that was before was over. It's just morphed into something different. And as long as we can look at the positives of that and then sort of build on that, um, that, uh, you know, we can really create, create something beautiful. So, uh, but it sounds like the book is not just for people with MS. It sounds like anyone would be able to learn lessons from the book. Very, very, very much so. In fact, that's been part, that's a lot of the feedback that I've been getting from it. You know, it, it's inspiring people and helping them to maybe shift things in their mind or things that they would have seen as obstacles before not to see it like that and to adapt. So no, I've had a lot of feedback from people saying that they that, that, that don't have multiple sclerosis and um, that are finding it really, really inspiring and helping them to move forward. Yeah. I, and yeah. also even what I call my MS jigsaw, I believe that you could just have a, a life jigsaw, that we could all look at the pieces that we all need as individuals that would help us move forward because we all have different, I mean, my, my big thing became multiple sclerosis I had to overcome and how to be a mum and a have a family with that but everybody's got something in life that they have to overcome or demons things they have to face so we could all sit down and look at our life jigsaw what what do we need what would help us move forward or what would help us grow yeah absolutely so uh patricia thank you so much for joining me today it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you and congratulations on the book um, and I know that you will really positively affect a lot of people through that. But uh, if people wanted to connect with you and to get their hands on the book, where can we send them to do that? I will set my website. Um, it's www.patriciagahigan. I, I don't know. I think we have to get help with the spelling of that. Um, but it's patriciagahigan.com. Yeah, well, we'll uh, definitely have a banner here to the side or underneath the video, depending on what device you're watching this on. So you can click on that and go straight through to Patricia's website from there. And I've actually been on your website and there's quite a lot of resources there for, for anyone, not just the book. So um, so I really commend you on that and congratulations. And you look fantastic. And I'm, I'm so glad that we got the opportunity to chat today. Thank you so much. I really thank you. I can't quite believe that I got to go on an athlete built inspiration show. Thank you so much. I'm thrilled. Thanks. Yeah, pleasure. So, guys, uh, like I said, click on the banner so that you can go straight to Patricia's website to connect with her and to purchase the book. Uh, make sure that uh, once the show is over, if you're watching this on Facebook Live or on YouTube, just click the link underneath so we can you can take that 30-second quiz uh, so we can figure out what's holding you back from success. Um, and so until next time, guys, remember to live large, choose courageously, and love without limits. We'll see you soon.